0: Hey, hey, guys, it's the disclaimer. You know what? Everything you're about to hear, it's just our opinion.
1: Yeah, you know,
0: It's not for everybody, and not everybody lives our life.
1: This is true, and everything you are about to hear is extremely explicit. So, if you're under the age of 18, please uh, tell your parents you've made some really poor choices and uh, go find another podcast to listen to.
0: That being said, if you don't like it, fuck off. Go fuck off. Aliens. Hmm.
1: And welcome back to episode number 40 Of the Rigid Roosters Podcast My name is Cody My name
0: is Christopher How are you today, Cody? I am pretty fucking good, how are you? I'm doing pretty good, so Uh... What's new? What's old? What you want to talk about today? We know what we're going to talk about, but I'm asking like I'm going to give
1: you a choice. But, you know. <laughs> uh, let's see. I go back to work in two days. Two days. Two days. Um, so that'll I'm, be the day after everybody hears
0: this episode.
1: Yeah, if, if they download it and listen to it the first day, which they should uh, if they're good people. I can't believe that uh, Miss Rebecca has not listened to our podcast once. No. I am sincerely upset by that.
0: Yes, I, I was very offended by that. She
1: had not ever listened.
0: Uh her and Bobby both had not, but I do understand they did as soon as I left the house the other day. They did listen to it all the way home. Good uh so there's still an angry us uh sitting here in the rooster den before it was the rooster den when it was the guest bedroom
1: yeah when there was a bed in here and we had to like face away from each other with our shitty microphones and stuff like that yeah no
0: that wasn't we weren't faced away because we shared a microphone at that point oh yeah uh, facing away was first time we got the matching microphones and we were doing it in the bedroom
1: yeah Yes, uh, the good old days, the, the, good the old glory days. days of podcasting. So by the
0: time you guys get to this, we'll have gone through so many changes. So, uh, all of the changes. Yes, uh, we still usually hate the same people, we both hate politics. Fuck uh, your politics, fuck, fuck your religion, fuck stop dividing us. <laughs> so we got a couple fun things that we're going to talk about today. Today is going to be a fun one, we're going to talk about first of all, the main subject we're talking about. Is Wieners. Well, wieners, yes. Uh, boner, boner, boner. Boner, boner, boner. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but we are going to talk about stress and anxiety-related topic today. I don't We're going want to, to talk about that. That's not fun stuff, Chris. Well, they are things that we must talk about. They are very important. This is why a lot of our listeners listen to us, because we are upfront honest. Uh, but more specifically, just advice. stress and anxiety. Yeah. We're going to talk about coping mechanisms, coping mechanisms, uh, which are behaviors that aim you to uh, avoid stress or unpleasant emotions. Uh, They can be positive or negative, which would be adaptive or maladaptive. Uh, Just, you know, however you do it, you know, like stimming is one. uh, I don't know what stimming means. Stimming, uh, it's a repetitive motion. Like if you ever see me, this right here is mine. Oh, it's okay. i rub my my two fingers together I do that. uh like i've got a worry stone there you go there's yeah. your stimming that's uh you know i do that too like this like you'll see me do it all the time do it with my toes too i know you guys can't see it but we're we're, we're talking we're about doing
1: it. things with our fingers and toes. uh but not that kind of stuff right but to, dirty bastard yeah
0: but to completely define just so people understand uh webster's uh has it as the repetitive performance of certain physical movements or vocalizations as a form of behavior by a person with autism or other neuro developmental conditions, Self stimulation. This behavior is thought to serve a variety of functions such as calming and expressions of feelings. So like, I know what I do is when I'm getting really frustrated with, you know, say like with the kids or something going on, you'll see like my leg twitches. I start doing this like or right there. Mark that one. Uh,
1: oh yeah. We you only know, made it three minutes three in, minutes,
0: three minutes in and, uh, but he saw me doing doing this where I just rubbed my fingernail with my thumb, mm-hmm. and he was like, "What are you doing? Why are you doing it?" You know, and the way he did it, you know, he was real over You know, and I'm like, oh, I'm not really. Yeah, it's hard to explain to him, you know. And uh, so, but those those are different kind of things. So we talked about, uh, you know, the the you know different types of coping. Uh, mm-hmm. But these are all things we're going to go over. Uh, we'll look at there's the you know the the four biggest four biggest ones, you know, adaptive, maladaptive, and there's problem focus, and emotion focus. We'll go over different things about that Kind of talk see if we can't see uh, different ways that we have of doing with that, maybe shed a light to some people uh, that don't know what they're doing, but or you know don't realize it now they can focus in on. I know that it's a way of dealing with your
1: stress and anxiety or your your depression uh, to really. This should be super interesting for me because I have not put any thought into my maladaptive, adaptive coping mechanisms stuff like that. Um, so it's going to be a lot of discovery for me. Yeah. Uh, on this, uh, I don't know if you have planned out yours. Uh, me, I haven't.
0: I haven't planned out mine. Uh, but you know, I know mine. Yeah. Uh, this is something that I've dealt with for a while. I had a uh, former partner who had a son who was very neurodivergent, autistic. And you, know, you have to learn a lot of these things. And, you know, and then once you know it and once you see it, you're like, holy shit, I might be autistic. But the truth is we're all a little bit on the, the that spectrum. Uh, just where you land is where you land. Some of us are way more you know, high-functioning than others.
1: Well, because it is a spectrum,
0: right? We're right. All... Oh, exactly. Yeah. Nobody's more, nobody's less. It's just what level you're on, uh, how cool you are. Top level, yeah.
1: I beat all the other levels,
0: <laughs> but but yeah. So that being said, we've also got, we got that coming up. We will talk about that. Uh, let's see. Here after a little bit, we'll also do Cody's conspiracy corner. I have gotten a nice little juicy subject for Cody to talk about. He doesn't know what it is yet. He will find out when we start talking about that. That'll be fun. This was uh, given to us by a a new listener. uh, who wanted to remain anonymous because they said that you would anonymous. know exactly who said it as soon as I give the topic. So we'll see where it goes from there. Okay. Uh, but until then, for a little bit, we're going to talk some uh, recent things going on. Uh, big news, little news, all over the world news, at-home news. What you got?
1: What's new? What's old? Mm. You talked to your doctor the other day. I did talk to my doctor. So what's going on Starting a new medicine, probably ending another one. Um, So it was really cool because for the first time since I've been talking with a psychiatrist, he was like, what is your end goal? And I said, what do you mean? I want to stay alive. And he was like, no, no, no. Do you want to be on medicine? Do you mind taking pills? Or would you like to come off of them someday? And I was like, well, I'd really like to, you know, hopefully treat this shit and come off of it one of these days. And so he heard that he listened to me and then he was like well let's try you on this other medication that is really easy to come off of should you find that you don't need it anymore um it's really easy to start back up should you find that you do still need it and it's a great uh antidepressant so uh starting i have actually already started that um let's see uh yeah new- which
0: is the same thing i'm on uh no. what you know one of my new ones uh, which it does it does help uh while it's not a full antidepressant. It does have antidepressant things. You know, yeah, it also I, uh, because for those who don't know, who don't because we haven't told
1: you. Uh, well, butrin is what we're both getting on. Yeah, uh, I think our one of our prescribers doesn't know what they're talking about because I've been told wildly different things by mine than yours told you. Okay wildly different yeah i don't know like mine was like this is a full-on antidepressant this is what this is it's an ssri uh you it's wrote- an antipsychotic, as a matter is what it is it's an it's it's a, yeah, it's a, a, movie a he stabilizer. told me antidepressant so i mean so, somebody somewhere has wires crossed <laughs> but either way i'm on it it's fun yeah i mean not uh, fun i mean it doesn't i haven't noticed a anything really fucking changing but i don't know hopefully it works we'll see yeah uh but uh, well, what I was trying
0: to say was a uh, cool thing about well, butrin is it actually, or it's good towards uh, working yourself off nicotine? It is used I did not in. A, uh, yeah. So I mean, it's. I think that that is a thing that you know may be good for you as well. Yeah, we'll
1: see. <laughs> we'll see. Hey, man, anything <laughs> counts there, you know. We will see. I feel like I was very much attacked right there put on the spot do what i feel like i was very much put on the spot by that one not in a bad way oh no i but, mean that's
0: a good thing i mean nicotine is is bad for you you know it's it's well it's, i mean so is so is meth you know there are worse things <laughs> that i could be on no and you know just like with you know quitting smoking any of it you know you won't actually quit until you're ready and when you're ready you're ready uh but that like i said this cool thing about the wellbutrin is it is uh, used in, uh nicotine therapy to get people off of nicotine uh so i'm just saying that's a cool fact that is a neat fact uh let's see what else been going on what's new what's old anything um new season of call of duty
1: just dropped yeah how's that been going Uh, i haven't even got to play it yet (laughs) so that's cool
0: well i think we're gonna stream that tonight yeah
1: uh maybe maybe hopefully
0: we'll see all right we'll see fingers crossed (laughs) Uh, what else going on, man? Anything new? Anything old? Um, we had a really fun party here the other night. Yes, yes, we did. That was a good time. That is, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Had a lot of people. Finally got to meet Sarah and Craig.
1: Yeah, Uh, that was cool. Yeah, Craig looked good in his speedo. Yes, Craig.
0: And I am holding both of your sunglasses hostage. You must come back here for them. Uh, I like that, and make him make him come back. Yep, you're going to come back. Uh, we got to whoop the shit out of you for whooping the shit out of us in beer pong. Yeah, a lot. Like everybody, yeah. they like even Heather, the beer pong uh, master, could not could not beat him. Mm-hmm. She was not happy about it. She's still not happy about
1: it. Yeah, she's beating us now because he beat her. <laughs> so thank you for that, Craig. Yeah. I appreciate that.
0: Man, if you guys haven't noticed, it is going to be one of those serious episodes. Uh, I think we're both kind of looking forward to, but not looking forward to a lot of the talks about the the coping mechanisms. Well, I'm and just stuff sitting here like trying that. to
1: think of mine. Like I know what I think are coping mechanisms, but I'm gonna be real honest. I haven't looked into how I deal with stress. Okay. Very far. Well, then. You know what I mean. Yeah, and that's
0: one of those things. Like I learned going to therapy. So. I'll tell you what. I'll look at it. You've got problem focused and then you've got emotion focused uh, are going to be two of the four. Like I said, you have adaptive and maladaptive, a positive and a negative. Right. Uh, problem focused is a coping strategy uh, where you aim to change or eliminate a stressor. If you adapt a strategy to try and deal with the stressor directly, you're using problem focused coping. For example, planning, problem solving or removing the stressor altogether are examples of problem focused coping. Uh, so that's, that's kind of like removing yourself from a situation that you just you know is going to cause stress. Uh, yeah, like you go to a bar, uh, you're out with all your boys, and you know one of them's acting a real fucking dick. Yeah, you just tell he's he's feeling froggy. He's hitting on
1: uh, some girl that's obvious with a dude. So you hit him with a baseball bat.
0: Well, you just grab you are like. Let's, Come on, let's get you out of this bar and go to something new or you know just something I like, like my version better. Well, either way. <laughs> <laughs> but but that's that is emotion or that is problem focused. Okay. Uh, and then you have emotion oriented coping. Uh, it is defined as an individual's efforts at reducing stress through emotional responses including emotion emotion expression, blaming others, self-blame, emotion containment and passive re- resignation. Uh, which I read about five of those that I felt completely attacked. Uh, you know, like <laughs> blaming others. You yeah. know, uh, when I'm stressed out, why am I stressed out? Why can I not have? I can't get rid of. You know, I'm trying to deal with all this. Oh, it was someone else's fault. I'm angry.
1: Yeah,
0: and I'm blaming someone else. You know, yeah. it's kind of. Uh, you know, and and I I think every parent is is guilty of this. Kind of like when your, your your kids get annoyed, and you. You hop on it and you're just riding them about something because you you used to do it. Yeah. You know, it's, you know, stuff like that. Just being a kid, you know, and, but that's, that's what that's self-blame, you know, when you get real fucking sad and, you know, it's, it's my fault. I did it. I fucked up. There's nothing else can be done, you know, stuff like that, emotion containment, holding it in, you know, like we talk about on at least every other episode, you know, that's When we haven't heard from each other in a few days, emotion containment, we're holding that back and not talking to each other, not telling everybody the whole story. We're just saying, nope, this is it. Uh, And then, you know, passive resignation. Uh, Fine. I just won't do it at all anymore then. Yeah. You know, like that one thing. And I know every man, myself included, uh, between me and you, I've done it with Heather, you know, uh, with the kids. Fine. I'll never do it again. You know, you didn't like it this one time. Fine, I'll never, I'll never try to get laid again. I'll never try to grab your boobies ever again. You know, like yeah. you know, stuff like that. I'll, I'll never make. You know, I mean, uh we we're both going through a little bit with uh, a bad headspace at the same time. You know, we uh talking shit about you know video games. we am fine. We'll fucking talk shit no more with you. Yeah, no.
1: you know, and I don't like that one. That one, that one grates on me. What's, a lot, yeah. The the passive res- resignation thing. Yeah. that one that one grates on me a lot because it's I don't know. Everybody does all of those things, right? Oh yeah. Well, and and I you know sitting there listening to you list those off. I mean, I've got I can think of situations where I use. Uh, the problem-focused coping skills, I can think of situations where I use the emotional uh, coping mechanisms or whatever. Yeah. Um, we all do all of those things, right? Mm-hmm. But that passive resignation one, to me, is just, I don't know, it's, it's grating because it's not like, if I'm telling you there's a problem, right, and I'm communicating this problem to you, I am not saying don't ever do this again. Right. I'm just saying, hey, this is how this feels right right you know what i mean and uh too often and it's not it's definitely not just you i mean the kids do it all the time um i mean heather does it sometimes you know I've. I've well, been hey, we it. all do it all and, the time you, you know, know and you it's, know. it's it's we can't you can't do that you gotta you yeah. gotta listen to what the problem is and attack it and go back into that problem focused uh coping or whatever you know right. if you want to get really get rid of the stressor the solution is not well i quit you know, you can't, you can't do that. No, absolutely. You can't do that in life. You can't do that with relationships. Um, I mean, even friendships, you know, what have you, you can't do that. And so that that one, whenever it's done to me, or not necessarily to me, but around me, I just, I, I can't, you know what I mean?
0: Right. But, you know, and that's the thing, like I said, I think everybody, like you said, the kids, Heather, myself, mm-hmm. you, you know, are fucking parents. ah. Uh, you know, that's that's one that I would say everybody is the worst of. You know, it's mm-hmm. just, it's a, fine, fuck it, I'll give up. Uh, you know, which is easy to do, and it's just, it's a passive-aggressive way of saying, you know what, fuck you. Well, uh, and I
1: think that's the reason that it happens so often, is because it is, that's the easy easiest thing to do. You know what I mean? Just, fuck it, I quit. You know? No, you can't can't solve anything like that. That's not how things get solved. That's not how the world works. You can't Mm -hmm. just quit. And that's why it grates on me so much. is because that is, that's the get out of jail free card. No, fuck it, I quit. No. No, you don't. Right. (laughs) No, you're right, yeah.
0: You know? And it is, that is one, because I know with, like, my mom specifically, you know, she was always very, very passive aggressive still is you know and she'll do that still it's fine i was just trying to help you i guess i'll never do it again you know and it's always something stupid you know like Mm. you know wanting to buy the kid something i'm like oh no i let let me do that you know as the dad or as a parent you know i want to do that for my child uh you know fine well i guess i'll just never help again
1: you know like no that's not what i'm saying right am just saying no let me do this one thing yeah just just
0: give me this one
1: time you know, um, uh, but when it's like that one time with you, you know, I was talking about that one, I forget, I forget, I forgot even what had happened that day, but it was that one time that I was talking about where I'm, I'm in a, a bad space and then this is how this makes me feel. And that, you know, well, I guess I just won't talk shit anymore. No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying that right now is right. not the opportune time. You know what I mean? And I fuck, I know I've done it too. You know, Mm -hmm. uh, no, I guess I just won't do that anymore. No, I need to learn to listen to what you're saying. Right. And focus on where I fucked up. Right. In that. And then I can go from there. Right.
0: Yeah. And that's the best part about, you know, uh, not only this this big family relationship that we're doing, you know, learning. Mm -hmm. uh, Like my favorite thing about myself and Heather is. Our absolute ability to to learn things in a relationship and learn to communicate certain things that we weren't able to before mm-hmm. uh, just like our friendship uh, our partnership as far as the you know the podcast, the twitch and you know all the other social media stuff, you know as far as that partnership with that, you know learning we I mean you know like we said last episode, you know everybody always assumes that as easy as this looks on on the internet. Facebook, man, we look like this is awesome. Oh, yeah. You know. um, It's the
1: easiest thing in the world every day.
0: Yeah, but at the end of the day, you know, this type of relationship, you have to be able, you know, relationship, friendship, whatever you want to call it. Um, Well, friendships
1: are relationships, you know. Yeah.
0: Um, But however you put it, you know, you still have to have that um, basic core of knowing that you're going to fuck up. Yeah. You know, uh that every now and then I'm going to say some, A lot of then I'm going to t- say something that's going to get me in trouble with Heather. You know, because, yeah. you know, we're dudes. We live with our foot in our mouth. It's, yeah. it's just, you know, I'm it's gonna, our
1: I'm going to say or do something fucking stupid that's going to hurt your feelings. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Yeah. and it's just say what, yeah. 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 You know, it, it's it's expected to happen. The, yeah. the the way that we make this work, though, is how we come out of it on the other side,
0: right? And you and, know, that's the same with us. You know, yes, we do get into it. Yes, we do argue and bicker like brothers. Mm-hmm. Uh But at the end of the day, we're just that's that's what we are. We're brothers who we have sex with the same woman.
1: Yeah, uh, Eskimo brothers. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Uh
0: but I mean, that's 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 what it is. And what yeah. we talk about at the very end of the day, when we're both better and better, has to say, "Hey, man." Yesterday was bad, uh, man. I know it's not an excuse, but I'm sorry.
1: So we we talk about now going into the problem solving mode of coping, right? right. That's how do we get from that emotional "fuck it, I quit" to that problem solving.
0: Uh, I think everybody's different, yeah. and right there. So how
1: know, do you? How do you? How do, do I,
0: I get from there? That's when I go into that space when I don't talk. I'm, you know, I, I, dissociate, you know, and that's when those times when it's, are you okay? I'm fine. Mm-hmm. You know, no, let's talk about it. I don't want to fucking talk about it. You know, uh, that's usually where I am right there. I'm, I'm, I'm talking things out of my head, you know, uh, you know, trying to get the big fan, trying to blow the, the brain fog away, you know, so I can see stuff. Um, but that's how I transition from, you know, like I just, I need to, or I just need to go to bed, mm-hmm. you know, I need to go get high. I need to lay in bed. I need something stupid like a, uh, you know, a, maybe like a little fun size Snickers, and then a kiss from Heather. Uh, maybe you know a little bit of a little bit of snuggles for five seconds, and then I go to bed, wake up feeling better. Yeah, you know, sometimes it just takes that reset. You know, like when you have a bad day at work, you know, you go home, you leave the bullshit at the home, you do the bullshit at work. You never mix it to it once you go home, and you you get rid of all that you're able to process it and get rid of it and just say, okay, you know, it really wasn't that big a deal. Jimbo, you know, this douchebag at work, he, you know, threw the wrong kind of detonator down the the hole with the wrong kind of this other part that works together and then nothing worked. We had to put it all back up, you know, but you go home that night, you go, well, you know what? And you come back and like, look, Jimbo, we fixed it. It really only was like a 10 minute fuck up. You know, we still got it done.
1: I think that's, that's where you and I differ though. Okay. Because that reset cannot happen for me until I figure out what the problem is and why it's happening. Well, right. You know, so with me, I've spent the over a decade now learning how to troubleshoot things, how to solve problems, not only at work, but also in my personal life. And I carry a lot of that back and forth. Right. So now my main focus is when something is fucked up, I need to fix it. Right. And that that's, that's how i am at work that's how i am here mm-hmm. if something's wrong i have to fix it so i have to get to the bottom of what is the problem right right and then once i figure that out then it i might be pissed i might be emotional about it but i need to fix it right i need to move forward and i'm going to do x y and z and that's going to fix this problem right and that's how i approach pretty much everything Any kind of disagreement that we have, I mean, you saw it the other night, you know, I could tell something was wrong and I was trying to say, okay, well, it's obviously something that I have done. Mm -hmm. Let me get to the bottom of it so that I can fix it. That's where you and I differ is because that reset does not happen for me until I get this is what happened. Then I can break that down and say, okay, this is why this happened. This is what I can do to prevent this from happening Mm -hmm. in the future. And it's the same thing at work, like where you, you say, you know, this Jimbo guy put the wrong kind of detonator in. And instead of just saying, you know, yeah, it was just a 10 minute fuck up. You know, we're good. I have to figure out why Jimbo put that detonator in there. Right. And I have to figure out what I can do to prevent Jimbo from ever touching that type of fucking detonator again. Right. You know what I mean? And so that's that's, I think, where we differ. And that's one thing. You know, we're all individuals. We all have our own coping mechanisms. Mine is nicotine and fixing shit, you know what I mean, Um, where you just said yours is getting high, getting that reset, and then attacking it with a fresh mind. Right. I would like to be able to do that, because in a lot of situations, like, especially with relationship issues between Heather and I, between you and I, that works better, because you can come at it with a cool head, but I can't. Right. I've never been able to, right? If there's a problem, i got to fix it, and i got to fix it right now. And so I wish sometimes. So if
0: there was a problem, yo, you'll solve it.
1: Yeah. Check out, Check your out hook the hook while my DJ revolves it. revolves it. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. But, you know, <laughs> a lot of the times I do wish that I could, you know, hey, I'm just going to take the night. I'm going to let this be. And then I'm going to come at it in the morning. I'll take that night. It's great. I won't sleep a fucking bit. Right. You know what I mean? Until I figure out this is what's causing this. This is how I'm going to fix it. Yeah. You know, you know and it,
0: it, it really did take me a long time to get there. Uh, to where I could because I used to be a fixer. It had to be done. And we still get that even in our conversations when we talk uh, because, you know, we're both fixers. So we yeah. both want to fix things. We're like, okay, what if? Well, what about this? What about that? Don't forget this. Don't forget that. Have you tried this? And we both do it. And I know there are times when we that's what we need.
1: Well, and that happened the other night, you know, where where that was what I didn't need. Right. You know, you and I were talking out on the deck and I, ladies and gentlemen, I was in a bad fucking place, mm-hmm. Uh real bad place. Um, and Chris was out there talking me through it and he kept offering, you know, suggestions on how to fix it. And finally I was like, man, I don't need to fix. I just need to talk. I yep. just need to get the shit off my shoulders. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And, uh, you know, and once I told him that he was like, okay, cool. And then he sat there, listening to me vent and bitch and complain and get all the, the shit off my shoulders and... Felt great afterwards. Yeah, you know? but
0: baby, we didn't sit in your swing.
1: Did not sit in the swing. No, did not sit in the swing. I wanted to, because it's comfy. It. it look, it looks cool though. It right? does look. Comfy she did. I shit. get
0: sitting at once, but that was because she made me sit in it to make sure that if I, if I didn't small fall in it, yeah, she wouldn't go. So I did test it out. So, Yeah. Boom! Hell yeah! I got sitting at once. <laughs> <laughs> I bought it too,
1: <laughs> but. People listening, you know, there's lots of people that might think, oh, I have these bad coping mechanisms, or I have bad coping skills because I do this. No. You know what I mean? Oh, if I get upset, I go masturbate and go to sleep. It's not a bad thing, right? We're all human. We all deal with stress, anxiety, all of these things differently. Mm-hmm. And that's part of what makes us unique, is how we deal with this. As long as you're coming out the other side of it better, and you're not just letting that shit sit on top of you, you're good. Right. You know what I mean? Do what you need to do to get through life, because life is not fucking easy, man. It's yes. it's rough, you know. So do whatever you need to do to get through it. Aside from meth, don't do meth. Well, meth yeah, bad. don't
0: do meth. Meth brings you back up to that level, and mm-hmm. like we're trying to get away from the stressors. Remember, yeah,
1: yeah meth uh, will
0: stress you out. So you know my so what so the next step right there is the uh, the come down, if you will. Uh, so like that's part of why I like to sleep on it, come at it with a a clear mind because it makes my, uh, come down, you know, Mm -hmm. really a lot smoother for me. Yeah. You know, instead of being stressed about it, I'm I'm not top and I'm pissed and I'm angry. And then, you know, and then I gotta be stressed and angry all the way down. I'm at it with a cool head. It's like, all right, listen, kids, shut the fuck up, you know? And then (laughs) instead of, you know, being shut the fuck up, you know, um, so when you do that, when that's when that's your way, when you know, because you are very, uh, for lack of better words, aggressive with your, no, that's with that, uh, you know that coping, yeah, mechanism. And uh, so, what would you say? Explain your your come down period, like afterwards, like after you fix the problem, you've talked it out. Now you're, I mean, you're a little bit of a space about it. I'm sure sometimes.
1: So most of the time for me, once the problem is solved, it's solved. Uh Heather and I some things happened at the party this last weekend. I did not give her the aftercare that I needed to. I did not give her the attention that she needed and she felt that. Um and we had to talk about it. It was a difficult talk, you mm-hmm. know. Uh we we finally sat down. And we had to talk about it. And I say finally because it was yesterday that it happened and the party was on Saturday. Yeah. And you, you know me, I can't Dealing with shit that long fucking sucks. And, uh, but we had to talk about it. Um, and afterwards, when the problem is solved, to me, it's solved. Right. And I'm instantly out of stress and anxiety and worry mode. And I'm into, okay, we're good. Problem's fixed. We're good. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, I might be thinking about implementing these fixes and I might be thinking about what am I going to do if this situation comes up, but I'm not worried about it. I'm not stressed about it. I am kind of at peace with it, you know, as, and I'm thinking about it logically, whereas, okay, this is how we're going to fix the situation. If this happens, this is what I need to do. Right. If this happens, this is what I need to do. Exactly. Um, it, and it's, it's to me, I want to wake up every day with a fresh start. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I want to wake up. I want it to be a new day. I want the stressors of yesterday to stay in yesterday. And I want this new day to be awesome. And when I can wake up with a fresh head and not have to worry about dealing with any of that shit that happened yesterday, it makes it where I can do that. Right. You know what I mean? So that come down period really for me is pretty instant. Okay. And that's, I think, why I am so aggressive about wanting... To tackle it and just get it taken care of is because in my opinion or in my head, the sooner you can solve the fucking problem, the sooner you can live, get on right. living a happy life.
0: See, and that's where I'm different because I, 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 the build up to it, the, the, for me, when, when I was that, when that's how I problem solved, you know, that, that build up to it was all that anxiety, but mine's not an instant release.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Mine's okay. We've talked about it. Now I'm paranoid. Now are you still are you, are are you actually okay with it? Are we are we good now? Like you sure?
1: You know and that's do you have an anxious attachment style? Oh, 100%. Okay. That might that might explain that a little bit.
0: Yeah. Uh but you know that but that's why I worked out the way that I did uh, that I do now because I don't have that anymore. Now mm-hmm. When I come off of it, it is a very quick come down because now I'm sitting here. It's like, okay, we've talked about it. I came into it with a cool head. Mm. We took our time out. You know, we stepped away. Yeah. And now we're talking out. you know, now I understand why she's upset at me or why you're upset at me or why my mom's, you know, whoever's upset at me, my boss, whoever it is. Fucking Mia. Fucking Mia.
1: (laughs) (laughs) She's somewhere starting Uh fires right now. I know. I'm sure.
0: But... That's where, you know, I I I can have that come down off that way. It's like, okay, now I'm not worried about. It. Are they still mad at me? Are they still, you know? I just learned like, okay, just doesn't matter. Yeah, that's been that's been like my big through, especially because mine was real big with road rage, especially after my wreck. You know, like mm-hmm. I I I did have some anger issues, some rage, uh, and that's one thing uh, that I've dealt with and learned. You know, because I'm I'm a loud person. Uh, by absolute nature, especially the fact that I spent two years with a spe- you know uh, a vocal coach, uh, you know for the the performing stuff, so that I can talk really loud, so I can mm-hmm. talk, you know, and I I catch myself when I talk a lot quieter, uh, you know. It's like the the girl child; she'll catch me, call me out every now. and then, like, "You talk so quiet." Mm. You know, and Heather will say, "What?" <laughs> I'm like, well, "I just said uh, I don't want to talk." But it's because I was so used to being, you know. Anxiety, depressed, uh, you know, whatever it was, it just in a, you know, horrible place because my ex, you know, that I was constantly upset. I was constantly talking loud, mm. and so I've learned to really draw that back. And, uh, you know, it, it was certain things that I had learned and books that I had read that really kind of showed me those ways of just being like, I can still be a total
1: badass. Just quiet, just quiet. There are sometimes though, like when we're we're riding around or something. Where I can't hear a fucking thing you say.
0: Sometimes you just got to say, I'm like, oh, my bad, dude. <laughs> Especially if I'm high. Then if I'm high, yeah. like, it really, like, I just started, you know, mumbling. I'm the like, other no,
1: day, it was the last time you and I went to the gym together. You were sitting in the passenger seat, and we had music going, and I had to lean over the console to hear what you were saying. Because I couldn't fucking make it out, but I've got a lot of hearing loss from a lot of years around great fucking big equipment. And, oh, dude, between
0: um, no, absolutely between the ADHD and the constant ringing in my ears from the tinnitus from my wreck, mm-hmm. like I I miss so many things because like yeah. first of all my brain's not processing, it, but it's not processing it because it's not hearing all of it. It's like, what the fuck did you just say to me?
1: One of my favorite ones with you is the the really stoned what, what? (laughs) (laughs) That makes me laugh every time. But no, like I get what you're saying completely. But like my deal is, you know, as far as like the being paranoid and stuff like that, but my deal is I'm going to take you at your word. Right. You know, you tell me we're good. We're good. Yeah. You tell me we're bad. We're bad. Let's fix it. Yeah. But you tell me we're good. Fuck it. We're good.
0: Now, to be fair, we both, while we both can say, yes, we are that way can both be the absolute opposite of that. Like, are you good? Yep. Are you sure? Because you seem off. Yeah, I'm I will fine. tell you though. Like, there are some <laughs>
1: things, the things that go on in my head, take me longer to solve. Right. If it's problems with other people, I want to solve it immediately. Right. But the things going on in my head, I know the reasons they're there, and I don't want to tackle that immediately. Right. I, I have to figure out a way to approach those demons to get them back in the cage. And so a lot of times if I tell you, if you can sense I'm obviously off and I tell you, no, I'm good. Then it's because I'm trying to figure out a way to get around on the backside of them to poke them with a big fucking stick to get them back in their cage. Right. You know what I mean? Um, So that is, you know, that it's definitely something I'm guilty of. You know, when you ask me if I'm good, a lot of times I will say, yeah, I'm great. I'm golden. But I might be fighting something in my head that I I can't really have help with. Right. It's something that I have to overcome on my own. Um, there are things like what we talked about on the deck the other night. There are things I'm, I'm going to spill to you. I'm going to spill my guts and I want your help with. Right. Yeah. But there are things that for my own well-being, for my own growth, for myself as a person that I have to overcome myself. Right. I have to climb that mountain and I have to get over the peak. And whenever I tell you that I'm good, it's not because I don't want to share with you um and a lot of times after the fact i'll tell you like hey i was in a fucking dark hole and yeah. this is why uh but a lot of times if i tell you that it's because i am climbing one of those mountains that i've got to get over myself you yeah know? i'm using a lot of analogies no no I, mean, I, yeah, no I mean
0: yeah no man i i i'm smelling what the rock's and you're good dude <laughs> uh but yeah because like but that's something you know like i said those are that's both just, I mean, I wouldn't call it a bad habit, but that is an absolute habit of both of us, you know, when we both want to fix and we want to do things and, mm. you know, but we have both had this conversation with each other a hundred times, you know, in the last couple of weeks, even if, you know, but, you know, it's it's like, look, I just need to talk. I understand that, yes, this is the one thing I bitch about the most, but I just need to vent about it mm. every now and then, get it out of my system so I'm not upset about it no more and yeah. move on, you know, and... You've had to do the same thing with me where you'll tell me something like, well, have you thought about it? You're like, look, dude, I just need to vent. Mm. It's just work shit. I just want to vent and get off my chest. All right, cool. Because you know, we understand you know, there's certain things that not that we can't or don't want to. Mm. There's things that we want to work out between the two of us. So you can help me get to a spot where, you know, when I'm ready to, you don't know, tell Heather where I've been or where mm. my head's been, you know, I, I'm not coming at it in a, a weird spot. I'm not coming at it. Um, clouded you know i i've recognized i understand uh better what's going on what i'm processing uh things are processed you know so instead of coming in saying look why the fuck won't you share your twix with me you know i come in and say like hey like every now and then like if i could have a
1: nibble of just the left twix (laughs) just the left one though yeah not the right one, and I don't want the whole left one. I no, because now
0: they label, they say these are both left and these are both right. Mm-hmm. I mean, I like the left first. So, like, if I want to have just one nibble, I want a nibble on the left. That's the got, same fucking thing. I want a Twix. Can we? Can we we, we can
1: cannot it. take a break to go get a Twix. <laughs> of, damn it. Maybe afterwards yes. you can go get a Twix. I like that. Okay, so we have covered coping mechanisms thoroughly.
0: Yes, we are covered. We've done it. We covered the subject, the nice, heavy subject. So we're going to try in on a... A more fun note. A more uh, fun note. We're going to do Cody's Conspiracy Corner. As long as it's a fun conspiracy, oh, we can do this. I know you're going to like this one. Okay. So to explain to you guys how the rule works, how this game works, uh, you, any of you can do it. Just hit me up. Uh, send me a message on Facebook, Snapchat. Uh, subscribe to my OnlyFans and send me one on there. I uh, won't even charge you for it. Uh, but That's you, the one he would rather you do. Yes. Please subscribe. Uh, onlyfans.com forward slash roostercake. Uh, Cody, what's yours? We'll throw it out there. Uh,
1: onlyfans.com forward slash macdaddy518. Macdaddy, M-A-C. M-A-C. D-A-D-D-Y, 518.
0: Mac Daddy M-A-C-D-D-D-D-Y M-A-C-D-D-D-D-Y. number 518. Yes, sir. Uh, so I got this one uh, off of uh, Facebook Messenger. Okay. Uh, they said they would like to stay anonymous because how this works, so I can get back to that. I'm going to give you the subject you're okay. going to give the facts okay. what the conspiracy is what it's about and then you're gonna say look I think this one's real or not this was real because this one's not real because Okay. but you've got to give your reasoning it's got to all be there the facts have to be checkable because you know some of our listeners uh, will be checking I can already see Caleb checking. <laughs> um, he, he looks like a checker a checker a checker he's a checker uh, and now that Rebecca's listening, she's going to call us on everything since we called on her for not listening at all. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, so, the one that I got, and they said they want to remain anonymous, it is Aliens.
1: Hmm. I think I might know who sent this you just in. You might know who sent this one in. So okay, on. yeah. so what are we talking about about Aliens? Because here very recently, Aliens are not a conspiracy anymore. So... Let's just take off with that. Let's, let's drop some, some knowledge on you guys real quick. And for you fact checkers out there, I'm pulling up the website right now. Hang on. And this is from the Associated Press, AP. Okay. Uh, retired Major David Grush testified before a House Oversight Committee that was Congress's latest foray into the world of UAPs or Unidentified Aerial Phenomena. This man told Congress that since the 1930s, the United States government has indeed had knowledge of extraterrestrials and UFOs. I'm going to repeat that real quick. Since the 1930s, the United States government, the Department of Defense, has had knowledge of extraterrestrials and UFOs. They have in fact been recovering crashed ufos they are real they have been recovering them and reverse engineering them to come up with some of the technology that you use today especially if you are in our armed forces if you are in the armed forces you are most likely using technology that was made by reverse engineering alien technology and this is one thousand percent real folks Ladies and gentlemen, 1,000% real. Aliens exist. We are not alone in the universe. There you go. Was that too fast? Because that was... It's huge news. It is huge. It's fucking huge. It's massive. Huge. Like, all of the movies that we've seen and we've thought, no, there's no way that could ever happen. There's no way. The U.S. government would tell us if they knew this. Since the 1930s, Almost 100 years ago, they have had knowledge and possession of alien spacecraft and technology. How fucking wild is that? Now, of course, the Pentagon denies every bit of it, right? But this is a retired Air Force major coming forward as a whistleblower and telling Congress all of this stuff. I don't think he's making it up. I really don't. And I think if that was something that he was making up, I don't think it would be getting the coverage that it is today. AP, if they didn't have the ability to go through and fact check what he was saying, would not push that out. That's a respectable news site. I don't think that they would just willy-nilly throw this shit out there like, hey, aliens are real. No. Now, with it being such huge news... Did any of us really expect not to find out in the 2020s that aliens were real? I didn't. I mean, we've lived through a world-ending plague. Uh, we've lived through so many just historical events that at this point, eh, what's another one? You know, what, what what's the next one going to be? Uh, are we going to have an invasion? Probably. Are they going to f- royally fuck us up? I doubt it. They're going to get down here and they're going to be like, these earthlings are so fucking depressed and demoralized. There's nothing we can do to them. We don't want to rule them because they just set shit on fire. You know, I know I would. So I don't think that's going to happen. But I really think that, you know, the next historical event is just around the corner. It seems like now there's one every year. So, uh, yeah, everybody fucking brace yourselves. And aliens are real. (laughs) <laughs> that's good timing on that one. Ladies
0: and gentlemen, aliens alike, you all heard it here. Cody does in fact believe in
1: aliens. It's not even whether you believe or not, they're real. The Air Force just said, yeah.
0: Well, yeah, they've been declassifying stuff all the time. Now I just want to meet one. Yeah. See, that's why they're putting stuff like secret invasion all over in Marvel
1: right now. So, they've been declassifying it for a long time. Right, they've been declassifying these documents, but they never mentioned that we've been reverse engineering the spacecraft and technology that we have possession of in order to create this, these new weapons, this new technology, things like that. What all are we using every day that has come from alien technology?
0: Exactly. You know? Yeah. It's meth.
1: fucking wild to think about. Probably meth. Most likely
0: meth. <laughs> <laughs> we smoke cigarettes and nicotine. They smoke meth.
1: Full yeah. fucking circle. <laughs> aliens are all just a bunch of tweakers. What if that's it? What if they're hiding in plain sight? The fucking tweakers down here at the Seven Eleven—they're—they're they're fucking aliens.
0: Hey, you know I—I I mean, I've heard weirder stories.
1: Yeah. Seven Eleven sponsor us. We'll help get rid of your aliens.
0: Hell yeah, we will.
1: <laughs> Speaking but, of sponsors. Hey, guess what we're doing?
0: Oh yeah, we're sponsoring a fighter. We are sponsoring a fighter. She's going to Vegas for a big uh, 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 jiu-jitsu tournament. Mm-hmm. Her name's Krista. She's one of our really good friends. She's a listener. Uh, but we decided to sponsor We're going to be on her shirt with a sponsorship shirt. We'll get one and we'll hang it up here in the rooster den along yeah. with a picture of her. Uh, and she's going to win. She's going to do amazing. Uh, yeah.
1: Krista, if you're listening... You have us on your shirt. You have to win. Duh. Yeah. Unacceptable if you lose. We're, we're not. We're not even talking about. That. Oh, Hundo P. <laughs> yeah. No you, pressure.
0: Use the power of the little rigid rooster.
1: I mean the huge, the impressive, f- f- just veiny, the awe-inspiring, thick, throbbing, rigid rooster fucking a cotton <laughs> all right you got anything you want to leave him with uh yeah to uh quote a
0: really good friend of uh of mine uh mule uh i don't care if you're an ass just be a happy
1: ass yeah that's it um i'll quote uh one of my old buddies uh you can be a bitch no i'm sorry you can bitch just don't be a bitch You can bitch just don't be a bitch yeah there you go I love uh, guys until next time love yourselves because we love you Okay, thanks. Bye. Bye.